Letter two of Clarissa Harlowe, volume four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Clarissa Harlowe, volume four by Samuel Richardson. Letter two. Miss Howe to Miss Clarissa Harlowe, Thursday night, April twenty seventh. I have yours just brought me. Mr. Higman has helped me to a lucky expedient which, with the assistance of the post, will enable me to correspond with you every day. An honest Higgler, Simon Collins his name, by whom I shall send this, and the two enclosed, now I have your direction with her, goes to town constantly on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and can bring back to me from Mr. Wilson's what you shall have cause to be left for me. I congratulate you on your arrival in town, so much amended in spirits. I must be brief. I hope you'll have no cause to repent returning my Norris. It is forthcoming on demand. I am sorry your Hannah can't be with you. She is very ill still, but not dangerously. I long for your account of the women you are with. If they are not right people, you will find them out in one breakfasting. I know not what to write upon his reporting to them that you are actually married. His reasons for it are plausible, but he delights in odd expedients and inventions. Whether you like the people or not, do not, by your noble sincerity and plain dealing, make yourself enemies. You are in the real world now, you know. I am glad you had thoughts of taking him at his offer, if he had re-urged it. I wonder he did not. But if he do not soon, and in such a way as you can accept of it, don't think of staying with him. Depend upon it, my dear, he will not leave you, either night or day, if he can help it, now he has got footing. I should have abhorred him for his report of your marriage, had he not made it with such circumstances as leave it still in your power to keep him at distance. If once he offer at the least familiarity, but this is needless to say to you, he can have, I think, no other design but what he professes, because he must needs think that his report of being married to you must increase your vigilance. You may depend upon my looking narrowly into the ceilings of your letters. If, as you say, he be base in that point, he will be so in everything. But to a person of your merit, of your fortune, of your virtue, he cannot be base. The man is no fool. It is his interest, as well with regard to his expectations from his own friends, as from you, to be honest. Would to heaven, however, you were really married. This is now the predominant wish of your Anna Howe. End of letter 2